It's the Mike Sox Show, serviced by Jaffco Plumbing and Sewer. On Seattle Sports Station. Are you ready? Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming through the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Are you ready for a good <laughs> Swinging a hard hit, deep drive out to right field. And with this, this game is tied Way beyond the big wall in right field, Jared Kalnick going yard off of Otani. And this game is right back where we started, tied at one. How nice does that sound? Music to the ears. Kelnick off of Otani. And we got plenty more where that came from. Jerry Depoto joins me right now here on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline as baseball is officially back. Jerry it is so nice to talk to you. How you doing? It is a joy to hear your voice, Mike. <laughs> Which hopefully will be the the the, the first of many this year. I know this is going to be good. I'm so excited. We'll see you down there next week. We're pumped to be down for spring training, get everything going, and all of that. What was the last three months like for you? Uh, you know, we we actually found ways to keep ourselves productive and and busy. A lot of in house education sorting through our systems and programs, just mostly doing an accounting check, so to speak, of, of what we do and how we do it. We also got to spend a lot of time with our minor league players, especially here over these last three weeks. And, you know, that's that's a positive that came out of all this because, you know, frankly, it wasn't a whole lot of positive. But, you know, we're in a positive place now, and that's that, that's uh, all I could ask for moving forward. So this gets done yesterday right around 3 o'clock. The deal gets ratified soon after that, and they say, okay, game on. You guys can get back to business as usual, but you don't have a lot of time to do it all. What was the very first thing you did the moment it got ratified? I went to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the... So, it's, uh, you know, we had actually we already had a, a dinner scheduled, but, you know, like you might expect, lots of phone calls, lots of text messages, had a couple of conversations last night with with uh, with a few different teams and and checking in with agents to, to reestablish connections, because, you know, where we left off. Uh, prior to the lockout, it was we we thought we were in a good place and where these discussions were, but we've not been able to to follow up at all. So, yesterday was a lot of get to know you again phone calls, and and I do suspect that this next week or ten days will be pretty active. Yeah, what do you think the timing looks like on this? I mean, when I mean I, we all thought that we might start seeing a flurry of signings and trades by last night, obviously. That didn't happen, and, and here we sit. Nothing's really gone on yet. What do you think the timing will look like for that stuff? I suspect it's going to be different for every player or each team. But, you know, we had we had a flurry of activity league-wide, you know, just before the 1st of December, and, you know, we're in that range. And, you know, in the time since, there's been no activity, no discussion. So it takes a little bit of time to get the, you know, to get the pump primed again and, you know, you have to go back through. I don't, our designs haven't changed. You know, we have uh, the same needs we felt like we had, you know, going into December and, and the same goals headed into this season. So, you know, we're, we're focused on what makes us better. And, and maybe the one thing that has changed for us is, is our opinion of the, the readiness or preparedness of our young players because we had such a, an up close experience with them over these last three weeks. 
Well, I'll tell you what, Baseball America sure seemed to be impressed with your young players. I mean, number one organization, you set out a few years ago in this rebuild to to make sure and build up that part of the organization. I know it's just one opinion, but how satisfying was it to, to get that kind of a, a, a grade from an organization like Baseball America? Uh, you know, it's honestly throughout my career, I never thought it would matter to me as much as it did, but it was gratifying. And, uh, because I think it's, it is, uh, is a realization that we've done what we wanted to do. And now we have to figure a way to keep doing it. And, and really it was, uh, it was a positive reinforcement for all of our people in scouting and player development who've done an awesome job in finding the right talent, molding that talent and putting us in a position organizationally to, to where you know, the future does look bright. And you know, when, when that future starts, we feel like that started a year ago. And, and now you know, it's up to us to take that next step. So I imagine you've got a shopping list. You, you've told us a little bit about what it looks like. I, what I don't know is are you, the way tampering or any of that works. Can you talk about things you might like about specific free agents? Can I ask you about guys, not saying whether you'll get them or not, but what you might like about their game? Actually, we can't do okay. that. You know, it's a, that's a little over the line. But we do have, you know, we would like to add to our offense most specifically and, and improve our, our efficiency and our run scoring. And whether that comes with, you know, with on base, whether it comes with power, we do feel like we're, you know, we would like to add a left-handed element to our lineup to create more balance. And, and we do want a power bat somewhere that, that, that resides near the middle of the lineup. So whether that comes via trade or free agency, you know, it remains to be seen. We did a lot of work on the free agent front prior to uh, the the holidays, and and we feel pretty good about where we left off with a number of players, and, and now we just have to see where they are coming out of uh, out of yesterday's agreement. Yeah, I, I, one of the things I was wondering about is sort of how free agency and trades work. Does 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 one domino kind of have to fall for the others to start? Do the free agents sign first and then we start seeing deals? How do you how do you see that working just timing wise for for not just you but all the clubs? Well, you know, I, I can only speak for our club. There's each club is going to have a little bit of a different design. As a, for instance, you know, where we were in 2019 and what our timeline and goals were might be a little bit different than than what it looks like for us today. And and uh, you know, the way we've tried to to approach this is is just created four buckets uh, to 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 express w- what level of importance this is. You know, this is, you know, we want one player who fits in this bucket. We want another player who fits in this bucket. And then by the time you get to the fourth bucket, these are just really good and interesting players who might not be you know, necessities, but they could certainly help us get better. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a mishmash of potential trade targets and free agents and, and uh, it's it's a lengthy list because if you have just one target, you're probably going to leave disappointed. But if you have you know enough discussion and irons in the fire, you're going to, to it's going to lead you to uh, the best outcome you can achieve. You know, uh, it, it was funny you know trying to determine where some of your guys are at and trying to figure out what you're going to need. You know, one of the one of the mysteries, I guess you would say, is is Kyle Lewis just because of the injuries, et cetera. Have you been able to get eyes on him at all and have a sense as to where his health may be as you try to figure out what you're going to do in the outfield? 
You know, we have not had eyes on him outside of just what's been posted on social media uh, over the course of these last few months. We are very encouraged with what it looks like. We did have the benefit of getting some information from his rehab professionals. And, you know, to, to the extent we were allowed to receive information that was given to us. So uh, the information now that we've had some contact with all of our 40-man players, you know, we're pretty excited about what Kyle's feeling walking in the door. And, and you know, he makes us such a different team. And a lot of what we're looking for to, to really juice our offense, you know, a good deal of that could come from Kyle Lewis. <laughs> because we do think with, you know, with Mitch Hanniger returning, with Jared Kelnick, you know, a year older, a year wiser, and frankly, we think ready to, to, to really take off. Kyle Lewis, if he comes back at the 2020, uh, with the 2020 look of Kyle Lewis, and then looking at our system, we do feel like Julio is very close, if not there. So, uh, you know, you combine those four with what we think is a really good group uh, of, of guys who provide depth for us, and then what we might be able to achieve in, in trade or free agency. And, and that can make us look pretty formidable. We're, where I know right now, it, we look like a team that struggles to score runs. That could change in about two weeks, uh, and that's the goal. Well, and Julio could make that change in a hurry, too. I mean, I just watching all the videos and the excitement around him, and not just what Baseball America and the other group said about him, but just the whole package with Julio. I, I mean, when you say he's close, I, I know we'll ask this a bunch, and I, you've talked about it a lot, so it's not necessarily breaking news, but what can he do here in these this abbreviated three-week spring training to make that opening day roster? Light us up, you know, and, and my, I suspect he he will come ready to do that. And, and I do know that going into uh, the December, January zone, one of the priorities for Julio and something I know he focused on based on the uh, the interaction with him last night was, you know, was focusing on the, his body, improving his run tool, what he was doing defensively. He's worked a lot over the last few months on on his defense, especially. Uh, his center field defense. And, you know, if, if we have Julio Rodriguez and Kyle Lewis and Jared Kelnick, who all who are all capable of being dynamic offensive players and manning center field, that gives us a, an incredible degree of flexibility and high impact. And, and that's the thing that's most exciting about Julio is we, we, we put challenges in front of him and he knocks it down every time. And, and my guess is over these next few weeks, he's going to knock it down again. That is so, he always has. so awesome. Uh, George Kirby's another name I want to talk about with you. This is so fun. God, I miss doing this. Uh, another one, just again, reading in the off season about Kirby. I don't, anytime you see an 80 grade on anything, I'm always, you know, that's going to open up the eyes, but an 80 grade with command, a fastball that has really taken a huge step forward. Where's George Kirby at in his development right now? Uh, could not be further along. I would say, you know, our, the, the what I would call the, the most notable of our, of our young pitching prospects have really stood out in this, this, this mini camp now turned minor league spring training, but George came into camp, his fastball in, in bullpen, live BP and simulated game uh, setups. He's, he's up to two innings in his sim games. His fastball has touched three digits. Uh, he, effortlessly sits in that 97, 96, 97 zone. And it's just a ton of strikes. His, his breaking stuff, particularly his changeup, has come a long way. And uh, it, George, unless something goes wildly wrong this year, 
George is going to, to impact our big league rotation. And, and we feel like his, his upside is top of the rotation upside. Mm. And I don't think we're, we're keeping a secret by suggesting that. I, I do think there are many others in the industry who feel the same way. And, and I think George has really started to uh, kind of understand what his capabilities are and, and how much he has really grown in his presence, his maturity, the, the pitches were always good and they've just continued to get better. But we feel like he's another guy like Julio who, you know, whether it's opening day or sometime during the season, it, it, it's, it's going to be big impact for us. And, and it's just too good of stuff not to, to be impactful. You have so much of this young depth in terms of the pitchers, right? All that, that whole double A rotation from a year ago and all those guys that if they're not ready, they're certainly on the verge of being ready. Williamson and Kirby and, you know, that whole group of them, we saw Brash come up at the end of the year. What does that allow you to do? How does that affect the way you handle maybe the back end of your rotation as you plan for, whether it's free agency, trades, et cetera, in terms of what you need or maybe risks that you can take on guys who've had injury concerns? What does that allow you to do? Well, you know, honestly, with with the focus being more geared toward improving our offense, the what the young pitching depth, in, in addition to, you know, Robbie Ray and Logan Gilbert and Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flexen, and the, the, we do feel like the, the front four in our major league rotation is, is good. Uh, we feel like the, the young pitching prospects that are on their way are really good. And, you know, in between, we have a good deal of experienced pitchers who can contribute at the back end of the rotation or even in the bullpen. But most importantly, it allows us, you know, with guys like Kirby, Williamson, Matt Brash, you know, that maybe the guy that flies under the radar most in that group whose stuff is just outstanding is Levi Stout. And, uh, you know, those are a really interesting group of guys who are on the doorstep. And we haven't even gotten to guys like Emerson Hancock and Adam Macko and Connor Phillips and Taylor Dollar. We feel like we do have arms up and down our system. But... Uh, what that provides us is the ability to really focus our our needs on can we acquire a, a pitcher like a Robbie Ray who fits closer to the top of a rotation. We're probably not going to naturally rest on, all right, we've got a nice back of the rotation starter because we'd rather give that opportunity to our young guys and mm-hmm. let them grow. But if we can find a pitcher who has, you know, multi-function, a guy who has the ability to start, who can make an impact in a bullpen, uh, that is appealing to us, you know, particularly if it brings a left-handed element to our, to our staff. Because what we don't want to do is when it's time for George Kirby or, you know, Levi or Matt or Brandon to, to get their innings in the big leagues, we do want to give them that opportunity because we feel like, the best team that we are building toward includes those guys. And, and the more experience we give them, the better off we're going to be. All right, you're not talking to me on the same phone you use to make deals, are you? Uh, the, the, this phone is multifunctional. Okay, good. <laughs> because I, I was getting a lot of grief. I told people last night that you were going to be on, and everyone's like, no, I don't want you talking to Jerry. Jerry's busy. You leave him alone and let him go make all the deals he's got to make. So while I absolutely could keep doing this, for as long as you would sit here and talk with me, and I know you, and you would probably talk baseball all day, I will let you go. 
I want you to go, you know, get all the stuff done. You got to get done. We're really excited. Honestly, the whole station, me, me in particular, I just, I'm overjoyed. I'm so glad this thing got done, Jerry. We're really excited about this year. Excited. And we will see you down there and we'll talk again next week in person in Peoria. How's that? I can't wait. Look, really looking forward to just seeing the guys' faces, watching them run around on the field. It's, uh, it was too long, and I'm really glad we're we're back. So cool. Thanks, Jerry. We appreciate it. Talk next week. There you go. There's Jerry DePoto, president of baseball operations for your Seattle Mariners.